This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Autoglass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here with Angela and Olivia for the second time this week. And Olivia, the A team. The A team. We we shall see. We should have the O team. We should have people vote. No, the A team is work. That works. Uh, We all have an O. Yeah, yeah, the O team. But I have an A. That's but I true. have two of That's so. true. Hey, are you going to get on a bus and head over to California? Do we got to drive you? Isn't there public transit that you can take or something? Yeah, the train or something. Yeah. Some, I mean, we got to drive you eight hours so I'll you can go hang, right on that. hang out with your other anti-communist conservative Reagan people. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> She's going to the Reagan ranch, so yeah, got to get her over there. Uh, but it did make me think about public transportation in our communities, and I came across an article or something where I came across a press release. I can't remember, but there was money going to the city of Flagstaff Mm -hmm. for the, you know, they got that mountain line thing. It's not just the city of Flagstaff anymore though. I see this even Camp Verde. These buses are everywhere, Mm -hmm. which I guess is this a good thing? Can it be good? I mean, I guess if you're the buses aren't necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's just that some of these buses are overkill for what is actually needed. I think such as the articulated bus, such as the in yeah, Flagstaff. The, the, it's like where? Where do you think you're in New York City? It's, it's like like three, two buses. Yeah, you and need a gigantic. Du- yeah, it just seems, and they're never ever full. You can't. Be. I mean, they're they're be. almost sometimes they're practically empty. Yeah, These it just doesn't make sense. Ones. We really need to ride the bus just to see what's going on. Last time I did it was many years ago, one time. Go right ahead. Well, yeah, and just, Isabel does it often to commute to NAU and back from her apartment. And she says like there's an app or something that's supposed to um, have the time and they track the buses. So that way, you know, like when, when it's, it's going to arrive, okay. arrive. Yeah. but it, that's not accurate. She says she'll, she'll go out there and stand there for 15, 20 minutes. How, how can it not be accurate considering that's the buses, what she says. The bus has got to be hooked up to GPS yeah. and there must be a third party company that provides this service right. i know and it has like pre-scheduled stops yeah. and all that, so that is really weird yeah it is so i, I, I want to get into it because there's a big chunk of money going to flagstaff for a bunch of stuff but i want to break out the old abacus the old calculator and, and say is this really even worth it would it just be cheaper to get everybody a car or something yeah. or i don't know pay them to an e-bike or something yeah, like that i was gonna say this, how about the e-bike you can yeah, get a this, lot of e-bikes this doesn't seem to make sense this is kind of like trying to run fiber optic or connect everybody to high-speed internet in rural areas yeah. when you could just go get a Starlink. Like you're running a cable yeah. tw- 12 miles down a dirt road no for one sense. house when they could just get a satellite connection when did we confuse in america the things that they do in in the cities in the very dense uh, urban areas and just overlay that and carpet bomb the rest of the country and say, let's do that in the rural areas too, because I live in a big city and I come up with all this crap in my cubicle. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Time and time again, half the country that's living in the very dense urban areas are coming up with crap for the other half that look at it and say, this doesn't make sense here. And they're like, how could it not make sense? Everybody lives in a dense area that's 30 stories high, but you know, that you go down the elevator and walk because down. That's the... where the idea is. I know. It's just like these people need to get out more. Yeah, <laughs> these people just need to like Take get out <laughs> yeah to like leave the city for a while and see that oh yeah this doesn't really make sense here 
Right. Oh, this roundabout really worked great in New York City, but in the middle of nowhere, it's just stupid and it's not worth the expense. Losing money. I I know. It's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, we will get into all that. Plus, what is one of the most expensive small cities, small metro areas in the country? For rent. For rent. We'll get to that. Rent prices. Hint, hint. It's in Arizona. Um, And and there's a couple in Arizona, actually. Uh, So we'll hit on all that. Plus, uh, pay, buy now, pay pay later. later. Okay. It's like, you know, more installments, right? Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe that makes sense sometimes it's for the old bigger layaway ticket items. Idea, but, yeah. but, but with layaway, you didn't get the product until, until you, you paid, paid it, it off. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and do we really want to be paying for Snickers bars and in multiple installments or whatever <laughs> yeah. it may be? I'll get to all that. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you do want to save a little bit of money and you want to eat some great food, Sportsman's Bar and Grill is a great place to go. Don't forget about Wing Wednesday. Every Wednesday, they got Wing Wednesday, half price wings. We just Great sent uh, a gift certificate yeah, today to Jillian for Sportsman. Oh, Jillian. So gonna... maybe she'll be going and enjoying her wing Wednesday. Yeah, or Thursday's mini, uh, the sliders. Taco uh, the, Tuesday. Don't forget about Taco Tuesday. You All got of the, them And don't forget that this is lunchtime or dinner time. It's the whole time they're open. All day. That's That's what that's called. All day. <laughs> Great drink specials as well at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Plus, they got lots of parking there just north of downtown Flagstaff right there in the Bash's Shopping Center. Head on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Okay, so ADOT gives, I don't know why I use the word give, $12.4 million in federal grant dollars. <laughs> so the taxpayers give. ADOT don't give nothing. Yeah. ADOT don't make anything. Right. The government does not produce anything. The government... Yeah, they should just start saying the tax the dollars are give. donating $12.4 million. Yeah, exactly, to Flagstaff in a grant from the feds, which came from your pocket, or borrowed money that your great-great-grandkids yeah, will pay will off. Pay. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's get out of this idea of anybody, any politician, any organization. Look, ADOT does produce some stuff as far as they clear the roads, I guess, of snow and hopefully fill the potholes and things like that. I appreciate the guys out there working hard on that stuff. But let's make no illusions as to where the money comes from. Yeah, It's not magic money. Let's stop acting like it's magic money. Let's stop saying, I, Governor Katie Hobbs, I gave that money, this program. Right? It's just such BS to prop these people up. But anyway, ADOT gives $12.4 million in federal grant dollars to Flagstaff Mountain Line. Um most of that money from what I'm seeing is going to go to building a new transfer station in downtown Flagstaff. I think it's right there on the south side it across from City Hall. Tra- well, there is a, a station there already yeah, yeah. and it's got a huge parking lot and mm. all kinds of places that you cannot park because it's for the bus. Yeah, they're going to make it more bigger. So More better. yeah, they're they're improving that, I guess. I don't know. So I don't know how much of exactly the twelve point four million dollars uh, is going towards that. Uh, I would assume quite a bit because anytime they build anything, it's quite expensive, and it's quite ex- expensive just in general to build anything nowadays. Uh, the remainder of the money, the twelve point four million dollars, is going to go. This one's this one's cute. Just polish off your unicorn horn. Get that thing all. Slippery. Oh, <laughs> um, you can come stab us. Yeah, that's exactly. I feel like we're getting stabbed multiple times. In it's the like, back, no less. Yeah, it's like death by a thousand razor cuts here. Anyway, the remainder of the money is going to solar panels to the administrative building. So what does that produce? Who cares? 
You know, I mean, go get we somebody. We got to save the earth. We got to save the earth. <laughs> I mean, this is all about moving people from point A to point B. And let's be honest. And if you drive the bus, that's fine. I know plenty. Our daughter drives the, rides the bus, right? Yeah. Generally speaking, I'm going to stereotype here. There's a lot of people that maybe can't afford automobiles, cars, and things like that. Is that a fair statement? Gener- I mean, there's probably plenty of people that ride the bus that are like, I'm just, I'm saving the earth by driving this, riding in this 83 foot articulated bus or whatever it is that costs whatever millions of dollars. I don't, and I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's yeah. definitely, I, it's probably a mixed bag. There's okay. people Maybe that can't afford the car or can't afford the insurance, okay. lost their license, whatever. Okay. There's some that don't want to pay the parking That's fine. fee at NAU, like Isabel, who then rides the bus because she doesn't want to pay the parking fee. But if Isabel didn't have a bus, she'd either walk or pay the parking fee. Yeah. To be yes. fair, but go ahead. And then there's others who like to virtue signal and, well, I'm not going to drive my gas guzzling car. Yeah. I'm going to ride the public transportation. Yes. And yes. That's, that's fine. my contribution. That's fine. But generally speaking, it's to help a lot, of, especially in bigger cities. Uh-huh. It moves yes. people around. moves a yeah. lot of people around. It maybe couldn't afford to do so otherwise. So instead of putting stupid solar panels on the administrative building, why don't you do something else with the money? Just That's a virtue signal right yeah. there. Is, mm-hmm. Oh, we got solar panels. Yeah. We can feel so good about our cubicle now, right? Okay. So anyway, uh, that most of the money does go into a new transfer station. Um, I don't know, just indoor maybe, maybe maybe to make yeah. it. It's a grant money, so you got to use it. And, and here's the mentality of the bureaucrats and politicians. If we don't use this money, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They, they suck it up. Wouldn't it just be cheaper to buy, take that $12 million and just buy people some e-bikes or a car? Yeah, I'd be in favor of like the e-bikes because that could buy a lot of e-bikes right there. We're talking like 6,000 probably e-bikes, and we could even throw in a down jacket for them to wear in the winter. <laughs> a flashlight and maybe a, 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 a car, extra. maybe a card to stop at the corner gas station to get some hot coffee yeah. or something. I mean, it, it just seems like in a small community like Flagstaff, it just seems like a kind of a waste of money. Uh, on a lot of these routes, yeah. it just seems like it's not very practical. But yeah, let's just do some simple math here because I don't think these people, you know, they 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 they, they get all these degrees with the high things they've learned and they forget simple basic yeah stuff. Yeah. Um, Twelve point four million dollars. Let me enter that in the old iPhone here. Uh, divided by, let's say ten thousand bucks. I mean, you get a pretty a good car. used car for okay. ten thousand bucks. Yeah. It's, not, it's not. It's not a Mercedes. But it's going to get you from point A to B. Probably last mm-hmm. good five, ten years. Yeah, you know, fair, fairly. You get one for less than yeah. that. That's decent. You probably could, but yeah. let's go higher. Ten thousand car. That's twelve hundred forty cars. You just buy twelve hundred forty cars. Why don't you do this? That's about how many people probably use the bus. <laughs> well, well I, I don't know. I don't know what those ridership numbers are. But this is just the grant. How much does it cost to operate? The bus, how much are the yeah, taxpayers subsidizing? Because right. you know the buck or something you pay for the one-way trip. I don't know how much it costs anymore. Two bucks, buck. That doesn't pay for the cost of the driver, the maintenance people. What's the capital outlays for all these buses? What if you just sold all the buses, mm-hmm. fired all the employees? <laughs> and, and just use that money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. are we talking $50 million? I, I don't even know. And then the ongoing costs are gone. And you just like... Go out and buy a bunch of, I'll even go this route so that the environmentalists can feel all good that they've got zero emission cars, which is a load of crap because there's emissions somewhere else. Mm-hmm. To create that electricity, um, what if they just sprinkled EVs like at $30,000 a pop around the city and had a ride share program? Just so, yeah. You know, just what's 50 million divided by, you know, 500 EVs? Let's do that math. 
Did they ever pencil this and just spitball this like we're doing? What, what did I say? How much EV? 30 grand maybe? Get a cheap one. That's like 1600 Did I do that right? $50 million. No, it's $12.4 million. Okay, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying if we just scrapped the whole bus program. Oh, and use that. Yeah, money fired all the employees, yeah, okay, sold okay. all the buses, just said, we're not doing this anymore. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. And said, let's go out and buy like 500 EVs. That's a, that's a lot of EVs. <laughs> yeah. I can't read the number. No, I, 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 can't, I can't do the math. Uh, 50 million divided by 500. That can't be right. <laughs> you do the math. You do the math. $50 million. Well, just say how many times 100 goes into yeah. a million yeah. and yeah. then split it in half. I mean, that's a lot of EVs, right, that you can sprinkle around. Can you buy everybody in Flag? How many households are there in Flag? Like 12,000? Am I, am I off on it? Maybe it's 20,000? Can we just start buying people? Like, just say, we're not going to do a bus anymore, but everybody gets a car. It's like that Oprah episode. What do you got? Well, at if you had $50 million yeah. and you bought $50,000 EVs, okay. that's 1,000 EVs. Okay, so 1,000 EVs, you sprinkle them around town. There's probably some company that has a stupid app that does a rideshare program, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever that costs, you know. And you just you program it so if you leave the city limits, it dies, which is probably <laughs> what it would do anyway because the battery goes dead. Yeah. <laughs> And, and get rid of the buses. Oh, but wait, Jeff, there may be people that can't drive. Okay. Buy a couple vans. We can come up with some kind of thing. Yeah. We go on the app and say, I need a ride from point. It's got to be cheaper than all this. scrap the whole bus nope, line. Scrap but, it. but <laughs> I mean, I think you, there's really no need to have it in like, the extreme. This yeah. Is. And yeah. keep expanding it it's, and it's stuff. It's too big. And, and then having these double buses around town, I, I just don't think that there's any need to continually make it bigger yeah what why why do it yeah why make it bigger and bigger and, because and it's they're like just like how can we waste a lot of money today well these people these government bureaucrats always want to expand their realm yeah it's like if i have more employees more this more buses make it bigger make it bigger make it bigger isn't it big enough and that's what also i'm good enough is, if like, they have buses they have control over you in a way that if oh, you have your own car to well, go your own place that well, they don't. Olivia's going down the tinfoil hat right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah you can't get out with your car. You don't have a car. You can't get out of the, the, uh, the utopian city that they built. <laughs> like, I see your point with, with how much it costs that we yeah. could just buy more cars, even EVs. Yeah. But do you really want to put a thousand or 1200 more EV or any kind of car on the roads and flag stuff? Well, that's what their, that's what their argument would be. It's, yeah. it's, it's that these buses, but then how many people I are mean, the buses take up room too? but not yeah. not the same as a thousand okay buy cars. some e-bikes how many e-bikes yeah can that's why i like the bike idea yeah, the scooters so, how about the scooters yeah it's a lot of people ride their bike and they put it on the thing on the car on the uh, bus rack you know yeah in front of the, the yeah. bus just just like ride the ev around yeah buy, here's a two thousand dollar ev yeah i know, I know. i buy a lot we, of those i think we've gone so far down the rabbit hole of providing so much yeah as a society that you know we've gotten to the point where it's just entered absurd well and like you said they they think and well we have this grant money we have to we have to use you it. know we have to take it or else yeah. it's, we'll, we'll lose it and then they have to come up with something to spend it on of course yeah. so, so otherwise they'll lose it fancy solar panels so they want to keep their job and so they take the money I don't know if you're a bus rider out there. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe I'm way off base because I don't ride the bus. Not my world. I guess maybe we should. Let's do a family trip. We should do an episode <laughs> on the bus. You think that mountain line people would allow us I to do that? I think you've uh, entertained this idea I, in the I, past. I, it's never happened though. Um, that turned out to be a spectacle. You know, it'd be a spectacle. We're driving around the bus recording with microphones and all this stuff. Oof, it like, might be oh, fun. There, there is a stop that is not that far from our house. 
Uh, yeah, I've, I've never seen anyone there. Have you? Yeah, I see people there You see sometimes. people there? Sure. What, like two people? Oh, yeah, that's never a lot. Okay, There's- maybe I'm just disconnected or maybe I'm like those bureaucrats in D.C. and I'm just like living in some kind of bubble. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If you're out there and you're like, Jeff, you're off base. I'm on this bus. It's packed. There's people sitting on the roof like that in Mexico, you know, when you see the trains going by and there's chickens running around. If I'm way off base and I'm stereotyping everything, I that's think, fine. I um, think probably the west side, especially near NAU. Okay, run them over more, there then. But yeah. Run them over there. Yeah. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, we did a refinance last year with Kim Dawson. Are you happy? Yeah, she, she did, did a great job. job. We, yeah. It all went through just fine. And Yeah. yeah. Did we get some pies from her? Yeah, Thanksgiving pies. Thanksgiving pies. Uh-huh. That was especially special. We really appreciate that from Kim Dawson, uh, from the from the pie guy. Yeah. She's such a nice person. Yeah, she's, she's so like, nice. She's like, yeah, and then I think it was charity. charity like yeah, one was free and one like was that. like, you got to donate yeah. to this, which great. I did. That's, so. that's fine. Yeah. yeah, great pie. Anyway, great loans as well. Um, all kinds of different programs for you. Uh, thing that's nice about Nova Home Loans is they search around and have access to all the programs, best programs, especially if it's like a first-time buyer. Yeah, you need all the help you can get, especially mm-hmm. in northern Arizona. we got some numbers coming up here with the cost of living in uh, certain Arizona communities, and um, it's it's astounding. So, hey, if, if you've been saving money and you're looking at maybe getting that first-time home, uh, call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. You're looking at a refinance. You're looking at multifamily properties, maybe uh, second homes. She can help you with all that. Mention a Jeff Orvitz show. Get 250 bucks off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim Dawson, 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. Or go to Kim Dawson, or sorry, go to NovaHomeLoans.com, NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242, Equal Housing Opportunity, Subject to Credit Approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. If you want to save a little bit of money, if you want to get a great gift for somebody as well, stop on by Just Wireless, just on uh, off of I-17 right there on Milton Avenue. Just Wireless has a great line of refurbished phones, accessories, and much more. Plus, you can get your existing smartphone fixed. One of the biggest things is the batteries. They can replace batteries on just about any smartphone out there, and you can save a ton of money. Stop on by Just Wireless right now and get a great gift for someone or a gift for yourself in a new-to-you smartphone refurbished refurbished smartphone at Just Wireless. Couple, couple of news tidbits here, I guess, just to roll through. These are more or less headlines I find from online searches, things like that. By the way, it is kind of 
I was kind of okay with this when they were doing such a bad job to local newspapers that have kind of disappeared because I had so many run-ins with them over the years. You did even, Olivia. I mean, you oh, got interviewed yeah. by one one time, and I was like, here, I was like, record it because the butcher job's coming. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's just. Um, it's like, wow, you really managed to take the two worst <laughs> quotes you possibly could have <laughs> and twist their meaning. Like, that's skill there. And I knew they were going to do that to Olivia, and I was like, this is good. This is going to be a life lesson. I said, watch what they do, yeah. you know. And anyway, um, it is sad, though, because we don't have those local reporters anymore going down to like the city halls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when I was down there, it was like, there was a, uh, there was a guy who was there. Every, he's getting quotes from me. He was yeah. really pounding and driving. It's just, I go to some of the sites, some are better than others. Some you still have that hometown paper kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Some of the hometown papers just like it's, you go to their website and there's 30 other websites that look exactly like it. And they're, they're pulling all AP stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. And then I, I saw one, it was the Flagstaff paper and it was like the two big articles were, in and out Burgers, making progress, and Chick-fil-A is going to open in the new year. It's like, okay, that's fine. I mean, is this the most important thing? Did you like, see wow. that? You're like, wow, this is the... This is, this More is, chains. This is really riveting. <laughs> Special award coming up here. And I mean, I like a good Chick-fil-A or a good in and out Yeah, right? for sure, but... I mean, imagine yeah. what that traffic's going to be that like. front page news? I mean, yeah, is we that, that's drive like, by and are like, oh, like they built it. The oh, they're hiring. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just like seeing the outside. Yeah, this is like page eight, usually. Yeah, you know? It's like, yeah. really? This is like one of the top stories. Or, that, or like a Facebook news post and that's it. <laughs> Not even in <laughs> yeah, the printed like version. it's barely worth it, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. And that's going to... Imagine that the traffic's going to be like, in and out, it's a vi- busy place. I know. Imagine that traffic right there on Milton. Chick-fil-A, That's going to be though. ugly. The Chick Fil A too. Just the like location. Yeah. I think that any Flagstaff local knows that that's going to be oh, probably yeah. a headache right yeah. there. But yeah. you know, I guess if Whatever. I was them, I would have put it on. Really they got, do it, for they a got the okay. I do it on the east side. You know, that's yeah, where I know. I, I mean, it's just there's still more land, and I drive to the west side of Flagstaff, and I'm like, I feel like I'm in a different city almost because it's so packed. Yeah, it's so. I you know that place where. Where the old Harkins was, where I almost hit someone a few weeks back. Oh yeah, I think almost hit you. I think, so, I think someone did almost or got hit there. Something happened. Oh really? I mean, it's just there's just people wandering around everywhere. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a Walking Dead going on over there. I don't know. It's like just busy. You know, yeah, it's just a yeah. busy, dense area. So. Well, there's a lot of construction going on, yeah, and yeah. it's just it's like the perfect storm there. Anyway, I do wish we. I, I don't know. How, we'll never get back to that. I guess, but there are yeah. more independent people because social media and there's mm-hmm. you know shows like this where we try to dig up some local stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about the same stupid thing. They're talking. <laughs> I'm trying to make a point though. Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. <laughs> um, okay, we still got to get to um, a couple of more news items. I want to get to this most expensive place or one of the most expensive places when it comes to rent. Uh, and uh, I think Olivia has something on snow plowing. We'll hit on that. Uh, plus, the U.S. GDP is growing. 5.2%. That's pretty hot. Uh, that's this, like, a, 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 I guess, a temperature bearing on the economy, right, and how it's doing. But people don't feel that. And you got a story on people are um, doing a payment plan on very small items, even mm-hmm. groceries. So mm-hmm. something's not lining up in the world of government numbers and what they're reporting and what I think most people on the street are feeling. Yeah. It's just, it's not jiving anymore. So we'll get to all of that. And if you got a comment, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, you want to talk about your portfolio. Maybe you want to get a second set of eyes on, uh, you know, stocks and investments that you've made. Uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management would love to talk to you, especially if you're, well, you talk to anybody. He's a, he's a really good guy. You think he, sh- he shares a lot of the same values I do. Um, but if you're conservative and you maybe want your investments to reflect those same principles, 
Glenn Least of WT Wealth Management wants to talk with you about how to maybe match your portfolio with your values. Uh, Glenn's a fiduciary who shares your values. Glenn uh, can give you a complimentary woke mitigation portfolio review at 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. What's the federal deficit out now? Um, over, what's well, two trillion dollars? Thirty-three trillion dollars in national debt. Um, you may want to call Justin and his team at Desert Gold Exchange. Uh, get a free, no pressure consultation. Oh, get a free investors kit too by mentioning Jeff Orovitz Show. Uh, you, you might want to look into owning physical gold and silver. I think even Olivia owns a little bit of silver. Do you know I where? Do. do you know where it is? Have you kept track of it? It's in a secret place. It's in a secret place that only she can find uh, with a secret, secret map. But anyway, Justin and his team at Desert Gold Exchange, they keep overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. And most of these fees, or most of the costs, not most of the costs, but the, I guess, competition when it comes to gold and silver is the commissions. Because gold and silver is what it costs throughout the world. It's it's the spot price. Uh, but Justin and his team, they keep the overhead low. They pass the savings on to you, guaranteed. I don't think you're going to find a lower price out there on those commissions. Uh, so call them up. Find out about gold and silver. Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner at Allstate Insurance Agency. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back, everyone. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I think next week we'll get back into Christmas giveaways, Olivia. Oh, yeah, we Come will. up with something and... Um, I'm going to hit up some of the sponsors and scrounge up some more gift cards and stuff like that. So if you're a sponsor listening, don't Intent. ignore my phone call. No, they won't. They're, <laughs> they're always gracious about doing that. So uh, be ready for that next week. As we gear towards uh, Christmas, we'll do that more and more. Okay, there is a movement afoot in Arizona to, well, it's called Make Elections Fair. I always get a little concerned when I hear you know, things like that. Because it sounds so it good, It sounds though. good. Who doesn't want a fair election? That's true. How could I vote against having a fair election? It's like, Just a love very puppies. defined print. Yeah, That's it, like the majority of it. Yeah, I, I have to read this. Pro- it's mostly fair. Proposed. <laughs> it's mostly fair. Uh, it's kind of fair. And then you're like, huh, Well, if you look at it this angle. These people hate puppies. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't looked much into it, but... On the surface, when they tell me they're going to make elections more fair, I'm always like, yeah, that sounds good. And then, like I said, I usually get disappointed by page 37 or 370 on anything that comes out. So in Arizona, as you know, you can file petitions and get people to sign to make a constitutional amendment. So you can actually change the Constitution, or groups can. Usually it's it's outside groups. 
that do this stuff, they have to get about 380, let's call it 400,000 odd signatures. It's a lot of signatures to Mm -hmm. do it. And then you need a whole bunch extra. So you probably need five, 600,000 signatures, which is a heavy lift for a a population of 7.5 million. How many registered voters do we have? Three, four, you know, 4 million. So Mm -hmm. you're getting a big percentage of the voters. So this group make elections fair act has raised so far $5.5 $5.5 million in an effort to get uh, it's 378,000 signatures in Arizona to open up the state's primaries to all voters and eliminate the partisan primary system. So when you vote in the primaries in Arizona, which is coming up in early August, we're talking, you know, the, the primary for the Senate races, the, you know, when the parties pick that's really what it's become about. The parties are actually picking their candidates to move forward. Um, you have to either be, what do we got in Arizona? A Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian. I think the Green Party's gone. Are they gone? I don't even think they're on there anymore. And then no, no labels. labels. Is that four parties? We need to check on that, but I think there's four recognized parties in, in, in Arizona, right? So you got to be one of those to vote in their primary to choose their candidate. So if you're a libertarian, you get the libertarian ballot. You're a Republican, you get the Republican ballot. However, about 30 years ago, somebody put forward, I guess it was a constitutional amendment, probably like like this back in the, would that be back in the 90s? They put forward a a, a bill or a, a, a an initiative to open up the primaries so that if you're an independent, you can request the Republican ballot. If you're an independent, you can request the Democrat ballot. So that way you do get to participate in the Primary mm-hmm. process, right? Mm-hmm. Even as an independent. This is just for state things, though, right? No, before your, your congressional races and all that. Yeah, but for the state of Arizona. Yeah, for Arizona. For Arizona. Not for president. Um, president is in March sometime, right? Isn't that? Yeah, but Super I don't know Tuesday? if the independents. I, I don't know about that. Do that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about your the state. Your partisan races in the state. In the correct. state. But okay. including the federal races of Congress. Right. You know, right. House and Senate. Okay. Governor. Yes, um, yes. State legislature, all of that. So you have the partisan um, cook, um, board of supervisors, mm-hmm. things like that. Most cities are not partisan except for Tucson, which is heavily Democrat partisanship. Um, so you you get the ballot as an independent. You get the pick and say, I'm going to vote in a Republican ballot. I'm going to vote in a Democrat ballot. What this group wants to do, and they've got $5.5 million, which they estimate is 90% of the money they need to actually make this happen or at least have it properly funded, um, uh, you know, effort here is that all voters would get basically the, the same ballot ballot. So come primary time, let's say in August, everybody's going to get the ballot and Olivia, you're running for uh, Congress for congressional district two. Let's say you are a Republican. Angela is running for CD two. She's a Democrat. I'm running for CD two. Um, I'm also a Democrat. It's crazy. Imagine that. And then there's a few more people. There's a no labels party. There's two more this or that, right? Okay. So you get to pick. No, if you're an independent, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. If this thing made it through the process and is voted on in 2025 and, and accepted, then the next election, it would be in, in place. You get to choose, even though I may be a Republican, hey, I'm choosing, um, or, or Olivia is a Republican, she could vote for Angela as a, as a Democrat. You get to pick. Mm-hmm. Even if you're an independent, you're going to get that ballot, right? So it opens it up to everybody, right? But read on, because at 
in the the proposed constitutional amendment, and we've had guests on talking about this, who this is their specialty national nationally, it has ranked choice voting. So, so if there's more than one of the same party, they move. They move. For, yeah, let's say you and Olivia are both Democrats running for uh, the congressional seat, right? Uh, if if for some reason after they recount and recount, and I'll bring the guests back on on this issue, but the, they keep tallying it until you get somebody above fifty one percent. If there's if there's multiple people, two of you could move for it. So there could be in theory two Democrats or two Republicans, mm-hmm. and none of any other, uh, none of any of any that other go on to the general. Yes, um, if two plus get to the general, um, the ranked choice voting would kick in. The mm-hmm. legislature can actually decide how many people move forward as well, mm. so they could set that up. But a minimum, you know, would be set in the in the legislation. Again, I haven't read the whole legislation yet. It's pretty early, early in the process, but when I see ranked choice voting, I get a little concerned. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think there's we have a hard enough time counting the ballots now, right? Without any ranking system, I know, without any ranking like system, it's going to get even worse, and it's so complicated. Yeah, it's so. like okay, my A choice I don't is really this. Think that'll make it more accurate? I, I don't know. Yeah, my A choice is this. My B choice, if that doesn't work, is this. My C choice is it. And then by the time you get down, it's like I really hated that person, but I had to kind of wanted to fill in that D choice. Yeah, and now they're the. They're the person, you know, running in the right, final here, right. and now I really got some cry. Now they, the, the the proponents of this claim, oh, it's going to bring the best candidates out. It's not going to be, but of course, we've yeah, seen but that hasn't before. that been done in some other yeah, states other or places. areas? And I thought Alaska yeah. went to that. I'm not sure. I I will dig up the interview with whoever I did the interview with from whatever group it was because there's some group out of DC and he did explain it yeah. quite well. And I think I got an email request for him to come back on the show, mm-hmm. so maybe it's time because he was warning this was coming to Arizona. I wasn't aware, and maybe he doesn't even know yet, that they were burying it in this uh, make so elections. Fair, make, fair election. Yeah. yeah, because I think a lot of – and actually it's quite smart strategically, politically for this group. Mm-hmm. These people know what they're doing. They, they got a lot of money, and no matter what campaign it is, if it's well-funded – they can figure this stuff out, except for that hospital thing that, that didn't work out. <laughs> but anyway, um, Make Elections Fair Act, they buried it in, you know, it's like, oh, let's let everybody get a ballot. And I think a lot of people, especially since Arizona's largest, mm, I can't even say political affiliation, largest voter block is now independent. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 34, 35% are independents. I think that this thing has a good chance of passing, especially on the surface, you're say, people are saying... It sounds very appealing. Everybody gets a ballot. Well, this the, is good access. When you come across a person with a petition that's standing outside the post office or the grocery store or, or whatever, the they, they want you to, to sign it, and they kind of give you a quick little one-sentence, oh, this is so everyone gets a ballot, and who yeah. doesn't want to sign that? Oh, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll sign that. See, me, I go to that person, and I say, wait, 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 wait. What's Let me read point? the whole paragraph before I I'm just I want to know what I'm signing first. And a lot of times if I challenge them on anything, they're not really knowledgeable. They're paid gatherers most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying that all of them are cuz there are some that probably really do know what they're talking about, but a lot of them are just kind of they're just like I'm just getting signatures, that's my job and yeah. you know, I don't know. I know as much as I told you. I don't know all 53 pages of this thing, you know. They told so. me to say make elections fair yeah. over and over again. <laughs> Everyone and gets a ballot. That's all I know. It's don't like, you want to get don't you want everybody to get a ballot? Isn't yeah. that fair? Yeah. It's like why don't you love puppies? So <laughs> you know? my my point in saying that is that 
they'll probably have no trouble getting the signatures required to get probably it not. on a ballot. Nope. And then we'll see if it passes or and not. And then the education process kicks in. And you yeah. add to this, there's abortion issues going on there, mm-hmm. uh, which... I yeah, I saw Hobbs I was doing just, something on that. Yeah, yeah. Was that Mark and I talking about that yesterday? I can't even remember. If it all goes in and out pretty quick. Um, but there's going to be a lot of things on the ballot that draw a lot of people that mm-hmm. could change, especially, and, and I, again, I think it's very strate- strategic because Arizona is a swing state with the presidential election yeah. coming up and the, uh, you know, the, the, the Senate seat, especially, uh, and the control of the Arizona legislature. People forget that the, the Republicans barely control that thing. Yeah. One it's seat. One. I yeah. mean, that can, that can change. And we got, we still got a Democrat governor for two more years. And imagine what should do if they swing to, you know, two seats mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in either the House or the Senate. Whew. Crazy. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, Arizona could get deeper and, and, and deeper uh, purple. So I will be on it, especially after the new year. We'll bring people in, make elections fair act. We'll watch it. I have some concerns, though, on the ranked choice voting side. Uh, love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Go ahead and get those comments in. All right. If I was selling a home in the Flagstaff area, are we selling a home? Are you selling? No. Did you call Kelly? If I was, I know who I'd call. <laughs> did Did you secretly call? I thought I saw a sign up front. <laughs> <laughs> Angela's plotting her, her exit strategy. <laughs> and we got a report on how high Flagstaff's gotten, especially when yeah. it comes to rent. And, and living expenses and other Arizona cities that we'll get to here in a little bit. Uh, but anyway, I would call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. So many people have done it. You've heard him here on the show. I've had a lot of guest hosts that are like, yeah, I've worked with Kelly. I've worked with Kelly. Uh, she's due in here in a week or two. We'll get a market update from her. Uh, I love picking her brain because she is so knowledgeable when it comes to the real estate market, especially around the Flagstaff area. Call Kelly Broadus. Uh, she's got a great team around her. Make sure that, you know, when you're on your home selling journey, you're going to get top dollar. Here's her number, 888-446-5602. That's Kelly Broadus at 888-446-5602 or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff forward show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. If you have any doubts about your roof, I want you to call Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona right now. Uh, Dave's got an exclusive treatment that restores and protects your shingles. We're talking asphalt shingles, the grit, the retention. It adds wind and hail and fire resistance. It guarantees up to six years of life to your roof. Uh, Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona uh, makes your old roof look new again. Call up Dave. He's an experienced home inspector. You can get a free roof inspection and an estimate. Here's the number, 928-301-9404. That's 928-301-9404. You can also get more info by going to freshroofofnaz.com. That's freshroofofnaz.com.
right, welcome back. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. A couple, I didn't get to the news tidbits. I think we got stuck on. Oh, yeah, we got just a little side. What did we get stuck on? (laughs) Other stuff. Other stuff. Uh, Prescott. Let's hit on Prescott. I guess there's a group. I just saw this on the uh, DC Courier, which I just saw the headline, which is Prescott's newspaper. Uh, that there is an effort, a group has filed for a recall seeking to oust, this is the headline, Prescott Mayor Phil Good. Phil's been on the, Mayor Good's been oh, on the yeah, program several times. multiple times. Uh, he was just reelected. Maybe it was back in August. They may have had an off. I think it was recently. It was yeah. August. I thought that you couldn't do a recall for six months, so are we there? No. Uh, yeah, it seems, seems early. Maybe I'm wrong on that, on yeah. the statute, but there's a time period, like, because they, they want to prevent from just got elected and someone's doing a recall like three minutes later. Yeah. But they, if they're filing it, well, my sense is people usually look that up, but yeah, I don't know. So recall effort, there's a recall effort in Cottonwood too. Yeah. We need to follow mayor. up on that. I guess we got mm-hmm. to do a recall segment. That was uh, Mayor Alinsky down there, mm-hmm. the, the, the COVID tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> the mask, come on. The guy did the masking after the rest of council said yeah. no. Yeah. You know, come on. I know. Really. And uh, he wasn't, he, he's not even rerunning for election this upcoming cycle. So I don't know if he's trying to, you know, save his seat. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There's a lot of times, I don't know his case, don't know what's in his mind, but a lot of times these people have higher, higher aspirations, so you generally don't want to recall. Yeah. And uh, But I don't know what happened with, with, with Mayor Good. Yeah, let's, I wonder why let's reach out the to claim him. on him is. Yeah, what's the deal there? Because he just, I believe he even ran unopposed. I, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, so um, interesting there. If anyone has any insight in, in Prescott, I don't know everything, you know, if you have any insight. Yeah. Uh, let us know what's going on down there in, in Prescott. We'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, next hour, do you want to hit on this? I, I think people are going to find this fascinating, how much it's costing the least and the most expensive small metro areas in the country and what it's costing people to uh, pay for rent. We've got that information. Um, and then I, I think we should get into this um, pay, buy now, pay, buy later. Now, pay later and how that has exploded while at the same time we're seeing U.S. GDP is up 5.2%, growing like gangbusters. And Bidenomics, which they don't use that term anymore, but they're, you know, they're touting how great it all is because things are growing. And, you know, he's opening his mouth saying that, you know, co- corporations are gouging people because they've raised their prices mm-hmm. and he just is clueless when it comes to the economy. But there's a, a real uh, disconnect that's happening between what I'm seeing on the ground, what you're seeing on the ground, and these numbers that are coming up. And then you see the num- the cost of living in cities, especially smaller cities around America. You're like, wow, what the heck's going on yeah. here? So we'll hit on all that. Um, and like I said, if you got comments, always love to hear them from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And please do me a favor, subscribe to that. This is something you can do for free. You can save money. Not really save money, but it's free. Subscribe to the podcast. Look up Jeff Orvis. Subscribe to it and share that with your friends. Hang tight. Back in a minute.
Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four-bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single-room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com. Or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown, right there in the Basha Shopping Center. Stop on by. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Olivia and Angela are here with me still. I haven't run them off uh, just yet. We covered a lot last hour, including the ADOT giving. $12.4 million to the city of Flagstaff for more bus stuff. Giving. Yeah, if you missed that one, we spent a good segment on that. Like, is it is this penciling out anymore as far as the buses? Uh, send an email. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, speaking of ADOT, I guess they're getting ready for the snow season. Olivia, yeah, you, saw, a- you saw a video or something from one of the Phoenix stations. Yeah, they're, simulators they're so help ADOT snowplow drivers prepare for winter weather. So, like... Like video game, yeah. It it was pretty much like a you know like a cubicle, just where there's like the screen and I don't know the person sitting. Should have gotten. And it. from one angle, it looks like she's sitting in the snowplow, but then she sees yeah. like the whole rest of the building behind her. I guess that's cheaper, but I don't know. It's kind of like if I got to get out the snowblower or the snow shovel, it's like a simulator wouldn't quite do me good until I actually do yeah. it. You know, I, I guess it could it, it could help in aiding these simulators and stuff, but it never will take the place of actual on the ground conditions. Training and conditions. She was saying how it looked so realistic. I was like, well, it doesn't this look is very someone, realistic to well, me. This is some of her Phoenix in a snowplow. I've never or been in a snowplow seen one or anything. These are the people that these are the people that show up in Flagstaff and Prescott, especially Flagstaff with the goggles. And stand in the middle of the street when it's snowing, and they're like, and they're you know like leaning forward like that guy in the Weather Channel that one time. Like it's so windy. The Weather Channel like it's with the hurricane and people walk by in yeah. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> These they're always so funny when they come up with the news vans. It's it's so I I don't know I guess simulator could save some money, but I think they have a problem. And we're talking a dot, but in general, I know like cities have had problems hiring people. Mm-hmm. It's just a temporary type gig you know and they, right. they have and it's to, some long hours oh man it's that's really got to be brutal yeah, yeah. So, and overnight work shifts and stuff that's, yeah that's tough that's why i mean nowadays getting like um you I, I would imagine you need a cdl for that or something i'm not sure what the specifics are but having those individual things nowadays i think are quite valuable because there's less less people who know that to use heavy equipment or any equipment in general or change a light bulb if you got that, I mean, you can pick up work. I mean, mm-hmm. I bet you the pay is decent. It's just going to be brutal long hours if you have a snowy winter. Yeah. You know, but maybe ADOT's having trouble getting people. And then how do you train them when you got new people coming in? And what are you going to do? It's train them well, in the snowstorm? Yeah, I, I mean, assuming that maybe your new hire has never driven in the snow at all, oh, which is possible. That's scary. But you have, they have to learn somehow, right? right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just putting them in a, a plow. Well, they're saying that they're... It's yes. not just for new employees, like a way of training early, but they're making like everyone old and new okay. do this before because they want people to like, they say they've been doing it since like late summer. 
to like really prepare for the uh, winter so everyone can be like safe and efficient. I or bet whatever. you. I bet you old timers hate it. They're oh, like, I've been sure, driving a truck for thirty years, like, yeah. buddy. Um, you want me to do what? You want me to go on the corn pewter and do this? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I'd be pretty upset too if you've been doing this forever you're like yeah. yeah you have no idea if you've if you hire someone it's I think one of the questions should be have you ever driven in snow yeah right because, well there should be a qualification yeah, but if I they're hope. having a hard time finding people then you you know <laughs> just like hey you off the at street, some point they job. just need a warm body and then <laughs> oh, the train man. the train them driving in snow in a simulator <laughs> versus actually driving in the snow is 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 quite different. this is like if you play a video game and you're like you're doing Olympic ski jumping. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. It didn't seem like it would help at all. In fact, it would be like false expectations like, oh, this is easy. Oh, this is easy. I didn't even feel it slip. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We'll see how that turns out. But that's, I guess there's how many few hundred uh, ADOT snow plows that are? Go around the state. Yeah, I heard 200. 300, something like that. And like 500 employees or something. But then you got. it was 100 trucks and 200 employees. Yeah, I can't remember. But there's a lot. plows. There's a there's a lot of areas to hit. And then, I mean, you, you look at places like City of Flag has a ton of guys out there doing it. Yeah. And um, on the city streets. Coconino County yeah. has to cover a huge area. Uh, you know, people people don't realize, especially so many people new to Arizona, how brutal these winters can be up mm-hmm. here. I mean, one, we're in one of the snowiest places. We're top, what, top five? Yeah, I think it's usually in the top five. Yeah, top five snow, snowiest uh, small cities, I guess, small metro areas for Flagstaff in in the nation. I mean, and that's that could be coming. Into, sometimes it's just a dud, but that could be hitting us anytime. Speaking of that, Flagstaff's also got a uh, top. They're in the top ten for something else, which some people might be like, Ugh, you know, unless yeah. you know. I mean, a lot of people are having a hard time finding housing in Flagstaff. We'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, it's a good time to go out to Timberline Firearms and Training. They have simulators too. Yeah, they do. They do because but it's like active shooters. Active shooters. I mean, well, a shooting simulator would make more sense. That makes more sense. Like actually, realistic. Yeah. What else can you do? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could get those um, what those laser tag things. Yeah. You know those vests, uh, those vests and stuff like. But no, they have a the simulator that's really cool. We've yeah. done it before, but they also have real world things like the shooting range, indoor shooting range. So if we get eighteen feet of snow. You're good to go. Um, if you can get out there, hopefully the plows get out there and they don't <laughs> crash after just having two hours of simulator training. Quit. This is nothing like the simulation. This is, not, this is cold. <laughs> but anyway, Timberline Firearms and Training, they, they've done a great job training so many people. Um, this is a good Christmas present for you as well. Get a gift card for somebody so they can decide, hey, I want to get carry concealed or maybe first shots program or maybe intro to handguns or somewhere in the middle up to expert level. Timberline Firearms and Training, five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Uh, you call them up, book that as well. If you don't want to drive out there, 928-526-7900. Timberline Firearms and Training, let them know I sent you. Get somebody a gift card for Christmas, a great gift there, 928-526-7900. And I do have Rob Wilson tomorrow nice. on yeah. the program. And an update, I believe, from John, John Thorpe from the Goldwater Institute on this issue that Rob's been fighting with the city of Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. City of Flagstaff always makes the headlines. After you mentioned the other day that he'd been on some national yeah. Did stuff, you hear him? I, no, I went and searched it, and I, yeah, there's quite a few he's Yeah, he's making been on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he's even coming. I'm surprised we don't have to, like, pay him now. <laughs> well, it might be the same clip or two, you yeah. know, That's good, over and good over, for them. but, but just for them. articles or whatever in this magazine or that. Here's yeah. a guy fighting, and, and him and Elise and Timberline for your... Well, Second Amendment rights, but there First Amendment rights as well when it comes to this advertising issue at the City of Flag. Mm-hmm. And the City of Flag scrapped the whole advertising program 
because of Rob. this. Yeah. They just, they hate guns so much. And especially those politicians down there that they'd rather not have any revenue from yeah. advertising and let the well, screens go blank. The hypocritical nature of it real quick is that the ax throwing place, which is yeah, a you. fun place, they're allowed to uh, advertise, but the handgun place is not the indoor shooting range is yeah. not. And what they're, quote was was that if it depicts violence well throwing an axe yeah I mean, could be construed as depicting violence but so it's not they weren't applying it equally what if I they think. had a commercial from nau to come see the nau football game football yeah. can be pretty violent yeah i know these you've people heard are, of some of those injuries these people are a bunch of wimps <laughs> yeah i'm just, <laughs> just saying they bunch didn't of apply wimps. that rule yeah the same bunch and it was just so blatant yeah they sound boring don't they? They just sound like boring wimps. Anyway, Timberline Firearms and Training, and Rob will be on the program tomorrow. Maybe they're fun people. I don't know. I shouldn't say that personally. I, I really don't know. It yeah. Could be great. I mean, they're probably at the axe We're going to take a wild guess, though. Yeah, going to take a wild guess. Okay, so let's get to this one. The mm, Flagstaff, um, this is from constructioncoverage.com. They have a lot of studies and stuff. They also sell kind of all kinds of stuff, I mm-hmm. guess. Probably. But these pop up and uh, Flagstaff. So they list the, the, the most and least expensive large cities, medium-sized, small uh, metro areas throughout the country. A lot of data. All that data is out there, too. And uh, they compiled this. Mine's really blurry. Um, most and least expensive small metros for renters. And Flagstaff, this is national. This is national. Mm-hmm. Number eight. That is crazy. Number eight as far as rentals. Um, and, and I'm sad to say I lost what this was if it's like a two-bedroom, what they were basing Yeah, I was just going to ask. It. Yeah. I mean, hopefully yeah. it's it's I mean, comparable units, right? Yeah, let me go to Or the, square footage or go something. To, go to the site here. It's a big report. Um, the I'll, thing I'll that will surprise anyone is that I think the top three or four were all in California. Yeah, let's start with well, the big areas, the large metro areas. So those are mostly, a lot of them in California. No, that was like six out of the top ten, I yeah, think. Yeah, so San Jose, which is right out, you know, that's, that's Silicon Valley there, mm-hmm. um, $3,400. Below is a complete breakdown of rental prices across 350 metro areas, uh, grouped by size uh, and all 50 states. Um, they got it from U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Authority. Um and they were looking at leading the large metro was um, San Jose. $3,400 is uh, the average rental there, I guess. Hmm. Um, and I don't see a breakdown on, like I said, two-bedroom or one-bedroom. Yeah. But a lot of times they do it by two-bedroom. But bottom line, it's very expensive. Yeah, right. Um, and then San Diego, 3100 San Francisco at 3100 L.A. at, let's call it 27 um, Then you get to Boston at 27 Seattle. Seattle at 26 New York. And include uh, Newark as well as 2,500. Then Miami, Riverside, Sacramento, Denver, Portland, Washington. And then at 14, uh, number 14 in the nation as far as large metro areas is is Phoenix, Mesa, Chandler. So I assume they're counting the Phoenix metro area, the Mm -hmm. whole conglomerate down there. Five and a half million, you know, people dense. It's just getting crazy down there. 20, so about 2,200 bucks a month. Yeah. That used to be the place where people would go. Like, I, how many yeah, people? Yeah, you can't afford it here. Yeah, and you, in Flagstaff. At, at or least you could still be there. two hours away. Yeah, and it's like okay, and we we have a lot of family that moved down there, that yeah. lived in Flagstaff. Well, yeah, for that reason too. I, I know jobs, of, well, housing costs. A lot of people that I know from high school, mm-hmm. when I went to high school in Flagstaff. They moved out because it was like okay, it's this much in 
and I'll, let me switch to like housing costs back in the day. It was like, I can get a house in Flagstaff for four fifty, but down in Phoenix, I can still get something for two fifty. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone. Yeah. It's just, it's really wiped out. I mean, you probably can find a cheap house down there. You may get shot. <laughs> it may not be, you know, it may not, <laughs> there's some rough areas. You might not like keep it for long. Yeah, but. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm, there's, that's everywhere, right? Yeah. I'm, well, yeah. Not really in Flagstaff and smaller communities on the cheap side. Uh, from big metro areas, Cleveland, Ohio, at t- 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 the median rent. That's what we're looking at. Median rent is twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and even number fifteen on the cheap end is fourteen hundred. Grand Rapids, um, um, Michigan. Michigan. Sorry. Kansas. You know, you're looking at fourteen hundred bucks. St. Louis, thirteen hundred bucks. So there's yeah. options out there. So when you look at a chart like that, it is interesting because. Like the more expensive ones generally are the coastal areas, which we all know. I yeah. mean, we, you know, we know this. And then the, the least expensive are going to be more middle America bread basket. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, you're right. I mean, you're looking at Seattle, you're looking at Miami, you're looking at uh, San Diego, mm-hmm. you're looking at Mountain Denver. Right, um, right. The only one on there, I guess. I, yeah, but I consider Phoenix mountainous, although they're stuck down there in that yeah, valley. Yeah, I mean, it, that's not really coastal, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. you know. But yeah, most of them are coastal. And yeah, the other in ones, general. The other ones are um, a, lot of, a lot of Midwest, o- yeah. Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Indiana. And, um, there's a couple like Rochester in New York, which, you know, it's 40 below in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so <laughs> Self-explanatory. Yeah, buffalo. I mean, what do you think of buffalo? Yeah. You know, you think, whew. Lake effect snows mm-hmm, comes mm-hmm. to mind for that I, one. Yeah, I think that those areas are higher on the snow list than Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah. The Rochester, uh, Buffalo area. No, you're right. These, so they're like number one or two. There's some smaller communities that, out there that are much higher. Like Flagstaff will be number five or eight yeah. or whatever. And those are like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, upper state New York. Uh-huh. Um, those and, yeah. parts of Pennsylvania. They just get dumped on. Mm-hmm. And dumped on. Unless you count a lot. There's some places in Alaska. And other places that get really dumped on, but nobody's living up there in those spots. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so the uh, mid size, I'm not going to hit on that one, um, but s- similar numbers, thirty five hundred to twenty something, two thousand something, um, and then like I said, the small metro renters, most expensive Flagstaff number eight at twenty one hundred fifty three median rent. Mm-hmm. Two thousand one hundred fifty three, and I've noticed that I I don't see many rentals in Flagstaff under two grand. Right. We yeah. we still have some. We've been yeah. real slow in, in you know, Raising even though it. our costs have gone up dramatically. Mm-hmm. When did we get into the rental business? 20 years ago? 2003. 20 years ago. Yeah. So when we got into this 20 years ago, we actually had quite a few when we were buying these places at, at 500, 550. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So I'll just go buy that. And they needed to be remodeled in fairness. The, the previous owners yeah. were absentee most of the time and we'd take them and put in new floor and mm-hmm. you know paint all that make it make it nice um so we got them they were around 500 dollars a month and a lot of those now are about about 1500 i want to say as i share Probably, my life with yeah. you here yeah um think about that that's three and and our i think Fifteen hundred dollar rentals are very hard to find in Flagstaff. Yeah, right, We've that's been why v- we basically almost never have vacancies. Yeah, we we raise them really slow, especially if we have someone there's long time. It's like, hey, can we at least call, try to keep keep up with inflation? Our plumber's charging us instead of five hundred dollars for a water heater. It's now like fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. So again, when we started this, putting in a water heater five hundred bucks. Twenty years later, fifteen hundred bucks. Rentals available at five hundred bucks now fifteen hundred, and that's on the low end. It's mm-hmm. probably more like two thousand. It is two thousand according to this yeah 
It's two thousand one hundred fifty-three dollars, a fourfold increase. Oh, but inflation's only been running at two percent. The Fed's target over that period was two percent. Well, that math doesn't add up. No, it's like the bus line in Flagstaff. And then nothing adds up when you sit down and do simple math. Yeah, I know it. It doesn't. Is it Common Core math? Did did people like lose sight of how to do basic math? But seriously, a three. I think it's selective math. They it is. They kind of it choose is. what yeah. they. Yeah. A, a, th- you know. a three to five, uh, three to four fold increase in rent in Flagstaff in a, in my observation in a 20, 20 year period. So interesting. So there you go. Flagstaff up there. Uh, a couple of the other small towns, uh, Napa, California was at 3000 Boulder, Colorado, which Flagstaff, um, bureaucrats would love to be. They wish they were living in, just move to Boulder. Yeah, Stop right. trying to make Flagstaff, but they've already done it. Um, uh, somewhere in Hawaii, 2,500. I can't pronounce that one. Um, <laughs> Bend, Oregon, 2000. And uh, Kingston, New York, 1880. It's like five degrees warmer there in Kingston <laughs> than the rest of the place. Your thoughts, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, get those comments in. Olivia will gather those up and we'll share them as soon as possible. All right, if your home's cold because you flicked on the heater and nothing's coming out or it's just blowing colder air, uh, it's time to call Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Angela and I have used Gettles and Flagstaff. The heater is very close to us. We can It's behind that wall there. It's an old one. And they kept it going. Mm-hmm. They were able to they get the parts. It. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's usually a board issue, even though yeah. the thing's from like the 80s. But we don't use it as much. So yeah, because we have our wood burning yeah. stove, biomass oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stove. We have the biomass stove. Um, which will run no matter what. Yeah, so funny how that happens. It's crazy. Well, as it long as you a, have cut wood, yeah, you can, it'll run. Well, you can burn furniture, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah, who needs that? Yeah, maybe maybe dollar bills soon. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing another hundred. It's, <laughs> and, like, it's cheaper than getting wood. Yeah, this stack of hundreds is cheaper than wood. <laughs> uh, Gettles High Desert Mechanical, they can help you out, get that uh, heating unit going, uh, get it back up in service. They're there for you anytime you need them throughout Central and Northern Arizona, Prescott area, Verde Valley, Sedona, Flagstaff, you name it. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928 928- Five six seven twenty two hundred nine two eight five six seven twenty two hundred, or go to gettleshdm dot com. That's G O E T T L S H D M dot com. Gettleshdm dot com. Is that elk or something? I hear hearing strange noises outside. <laughs> We're gonna go check that out. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Well, last year we also replaced the blinds in our home, which is also a great way to save on energy. People often overlook or they, they, they look past that. You lose a lot of your heat and cooling through your windows. You right, can feel it. Right. You, you can open feel the it. blinds. You can f- definitely feel the difference. Yeah. If versus you're closed, if you got blinds and you're like putting up like mm, tarps and stuff over it and stuff because it's so ugly or you're losing so much heat out those windows, maybe it's time to call the blind brothers. They, they did a great job for us. I know they'll do a good job for you as well. That's a great gift too. I'm sure they got a gift card or something. Call them up or just, just call them up and say, here's the credit card. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get this present for mom. Mm-hmm. New blinds because she's had them since 1968. <laughs> the Blind Brothers will take good care of you, just like they took good care of us. It's a great Northern Arizona company. Nine two eight six three four twenty four twenty three. Nine two eight six three four twenty four twenty three, or go to theblindbrothers.com. 
Craig, welcome back. Um, more of these news tidbits, Olivia, that I didn't get to. Do you have some more? Didn't you have another one? Yeah, I have another one. What Why do you got? eating red meat and dairy could actually prevent cancer, study finds. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Music to my ears. First of all, we do not, just as we do not give legal advice, financial advice, or really any valuable advice, advice. we do not give dietary or medical (laughs) advice. But heck, I don't think that these people give very good advice either because I was told that eating, was it dairy, meat, and red meat? Red meat was like pretty much dead. Like you're, you eat you're that a steak, heart attack waiting to walking happen. heart attack, yeah. heart attack waiting to happen. You have high cholesterol, okay. high blood yeah. pressure. Well, they address that. So how they say it could prevent cancer. I have a quote. It says researchers found that transvacenic or something like that acid, mm. TVA, a fatty acid in beef, lamb, and dairy, enhances the ability of immune cells to combat tumors. Really. To combat. <laughs> People huh. with like higher levels of this in their blood responded better to cancer treatment. Huh. But then at the bottom of the article, they say that this article isn't a reason and the article isn't promoting more or any kind of excessive eating of red meat and dairy because there's still the health problems that hang everybody on. knows of. We're going to have hang on, beef for every meal. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm licking this butter stick. <laughs> They're looking for other sources of TVA in plants. Uh, they're always looking for something in plants. I mean, you, you were telling me about an article about the, the, the virgin airlines did like oh. the plane with the vegetable oil. Yeah, well, there's a couple of them, but Virgin Atlantic just sent one from London to New York on on the like they make aviation it? fuel from some kind of they like sustainable Chinese restaurant first or uh, something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they raided the grease trap and filled uh, up the old jet. Yeah, they're trying to huh. change out the um, the aviation fuel to. The sustainable kind, you know, whatever that I don't okay, know what so it's called. Okay, so vegetable-based, like Yeah, like some oils. kind of, like, kind of plant-based like, thing. Kind of like you can run your diesel on filtered vegetable oil and stuff like that. Yeah, so they because say, I've never planes tried um, are lagging behind when it comes to alternative fuel. Ay, ay, ay. I look, 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 look. Just give me the old jet plane to get me across the ocean. I don't want like yeah. an we alternative. We don't want to be doing like a test yeah. as we fly yeah. across well, they're, the ocean. They're, trying, they're figuring it out right now, like mm-hmm. the acceptable levels. And that one that went from London to New York wasn't a paying pa- passenger one. It was like, <laughs> it was like news crew and, yeah. you know. That well, hey, it. how do we get a flight like that? I know, right? You know, can we have a media, uh, yeah. you know, emblem, uh, credentials? <laughs> well, but then you'd you have really to, want to go on, you'd have to like go on the oil one. flight. The olive oil the, flight. <laughs> it might smell a little bit like fried like, shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> the like plane just rolls or something. Shooting at you. They're like, do you get like unlimited French fries on this flight? Where you're just like deep frying or frying in the back? What's the time for? Refueling in midair. We have to go a lot slower because it doesn't burn efficiently, but we got unlimited fries on this flight. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. I I don't see it. I I think fine, innovate, do these things that get you a good um, PR stint. Oh, we're trying. But I suspect that we're going to be flying jet engine planes, unless these people destroy the economy and don't can afford it, of course, across the oceans for a long time to come because I just, I don't see an alternative. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they were, what I was reading was they're kind of experimenting with like, you know, maybe it has four <laughs> engines and they, they'll put this alternative kind in one type yeah. of thing and, and then try and find that's out just a, a mix. How is much? Yeah. It? How much are we really well, that's, that's saving a, the earth? Yeah, that's the it's thing like is. It's last one minute longer. Yeah, did they, all this effort does, it's like, 
it's like the push to get rural people to get the electric cars. Is it worth all the infrastructure? Right. Yeah. You know, look at what what's the gain here? What what are you getting for your buck? Yeah. Um, I don't envision electric airplanes going across the ocean unless there's a monumental technology breakthrough in the batteries because this dang things are heavy and planes need to be light. Yeah. As light as possible. Right. Uh, just judging by some of the electric vehicles, I mean, there's many thousands of pounds of, um, uh, of batteries just to get it to roll just, across town yeah. on the ground. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, unless they start suborbital flights and they're able to shoot them up with a big rubber, rubber band or something mm-hmm. and, you know, get them across the world in an hour or something. I, I don't see it though, but Hey, yeah, vegetable well, they're, flight, they're just, right? yeah I, I think that they're just trying to figure out some other ways. And then they're, they were doing stuff like when it's taxiing yeah. using one engine instead of or whatever. Just get the people out there with a rope and pull the thing. Yeah. So there's some exercise. Work off all this steak that Olivia's having us eat because now they say it's maybe not as Remember they did this with eggs. We watched in the Saturday Night Live skit with the kid in the harness and Mike Myers. And he's like, the car ran out of gas and my mom just hooked up the harness and I pulled the car home. If you want to see something (laughs) totally politically incorrect... Um, by today's standards, just go back to 1980s, 1970s Saturday Night Live, which are still on YouTube, surprisingly. Yeah. Mike Myers did one with the hyperactive kid. Philip, yeah. Philip was his name. Yeah. And he's like, he has a, his mom puts him on a harness and they like feed him chocolate to pull things yeah. around and stuff like that. Uh, I miss the, the planes. Missed the good old days no, when I'm we just could kidding. just have a, have a good time with yeah. things and not be so uh, dang serious all the time. Uh, all right. Uh, fresh roof of Northern Arizona. I told you about this and it's a good time to call because before you know it, that, that snow piles up. If you have questions about your roof, I want you to call Dave at fresh roof of Northern Arizona. He's an experienced home inspector. Plus he can tell you about their coding system that may be able to add like six years to the life of your roof. And also save sometimes up to 90%. I and mean, we did a roof last year's 25 grand or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a new asphalt shingle roof certainly has yeah. gone up. I mean, contrary to what Biden's saying, I guess just everybody's gouging everybody. It has nothing to do with inflation and all that stuff. But anyway, Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona, give them a call. 928-301-9404. 928-301-9404. Or go to freshroofofnaz.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. So, yeah, I mentioned this earlier. The U.S. GDP, they're saying, grew at 5.2% for the third quarter. Even, this CNBC headline, even stronger than first indicated. That's a hot number. Mm-hmm. And that's... I'm actually, I'm willing to admit when I was wrong, at least to this point, as far as the timeline, I'm amazed that the economy didn't take a, a nosedive when interest rates were risen up in the mm-hmm. quickest period in, in, in U.S. history, right? And people are paying 8% for homes. People are paying, credit I've heard, 25, 20, 25, yeah, 30% for credit cards. Car loans have gone up. Um, and being a debt-based society, I thought 
it's going to go off. You the can't cliff. manage it. Yeah. Maybe we're just seeing it, but people are, are covering it um, because 5.2% to me means, Hey, the things are cranking. Yeah. How much of that though is inflation? How much of that is the cost? Yeah. Of- is that not adjusted for any kind of inflation? No, yeah, just think it's the economic activity. So they take the whole number as far as I know. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. how much more, do you have to spend to buy things? And is that growing, making it appear that's yeah. growing a lot faster than it actually is? I, it's, I, I, I'm willing to admit I'm baffled and I don't trust any of the numbers the government puts out. And you look at it and you're like, it just doesn't line up with what I'm seeing on the street, which is, you know, Flagstaff. We're talking about the housing prices and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, eighth most expensive rental market for small um, metro areas in the country now and people struggling to, you know, you go out to eat in Flagstaff and the cost of, we've seen the menu price. It's not quite Zimbabwe yet where they like, you sit down and they wait to price it until you actually order. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. it's just gone up right. so much, but you've seen it. It's, it's, Oh, they change it. Yeah. yeah they you can it. see the, the whiteout no, or the yeah. sticker over that there. That's a brand new menu. And yeah, I'm surprised they just don't have the paper menus, the placement. Uh, yeah. I actually like the placement. With the menu on it? Yeah, the paper placement. Yeah. It has the menu and maybe like a little crossword puzzle, Olivia. <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Tic-tac-toe. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. What are you doing, writing your book there? No. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm not. Okay, make sure you're paying attention. Do you like the paper menus? At the restaurant? Yeah. Um, See, I think that's a good way. And then you can just change <laughs> and print them out every day? I don't know. I can't. If I if they don't have them, I don't miss them. Yeah. But if they do, I'm like, oh, entertainment. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, there's a disconnect, I think, though, well, between Flagstaff what the economy is saying. Well, also has high, higher wages yeah. than a lot of other places, which... Yeah, one of the highest in the country as I mean, well. it's hurting the business owners, but helping, I guess, in a way, you know people's pocketbooks but everything I mean, else has gone up though it makes I, no, you know it, it, over time it makes no difference because everything costs i know more. in the end it, it's all the same but for now i mean like you were saying we haven't raised our rents to be competitive necessarily with other semi or comparable units i didn't raise it to nine percent when inflation hit nine exactly. percent but know? their wages went up yeah so, but anyway i mean if if you were to buy a rental property today though you'd be forced to because yeah, you're buying it at the new sure. higher prices yeah. of you know, what's a duplex cost? Five, six hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. you know, versus it didn't cost that 20 years ago. Yeah. I can tell you that. Um, but what I also notice as I'm doing some Christmas shopping and stuff, and I've been doing some of that online, is I often see a thing pop up that says, um, buy now, pay over a certain amount of Yeah, it's like three uh, months, months or four or months or something. Uh-huh. But I've noticed, though, that this is happening on small ticket items. All, like, like every like item, every item, yeah. like, like this thing's forty dollars. Do uh, one of the examples, and maybe I still, but you got some examples there, right? I know we were talking about one earlier. Yeah. It was like Let me see forty dollars. Here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It's um, bear with me. It's still on my um, app here. This is an item that was a hundred dollars, and I think I could pay four payments of like twenty eight dollars or something like that. So they're definitely making money. On yeah, it. they 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 didn't exactly call it interest or anything, but you're, you're able to make payments on it over time instead of paying the hundred dollars. Oh, here it is. It's $167 and you can make four payments of $42. So $42 times four. That's 160. 160. Okay. So they're not, they're not charging it. So they're just spreading. How do they make the money? Well, if you default on it though, they're probably going to hit you up with fees or interest at that point. You already got the thing though. 
You know, we, yeah, but they'll I, you, still oh, tack true. on. Yeah, you already got the thing. But they'll tack it on to your balance, though. Yeah, yeah, assuming they can collect. Yeah. I mean, assuming they can get, you, right. you've already got the product. Yeah. You know, well, that's why the, the storm is brewing, because they do these things with no credit check and no idea. If is it no credit can, check? Well, See that's now I'm tempted uh, I mean, to do this. So if I, you're on Amazon, I'm and you on Amazon buy right now, now. Pay later. Are they doing a credit check on you? Probably well, not. Okay, I, I I'm almost tempted to do this to buy something for twenty dollars and pay it off over. Four I mean, maybe payments. you have to give them a credit card to charge. Well, yeah. Then. Is there a backup plan or something? And but then the credit card, you know, they could go try yeah, to zap it, it's maxed out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the point being, we've gotten to a position where. So many people are strapped in this economy. Well, there's two things here. Either they're strapped because you have an article that's saying that people are doing this with, um, let's call it consumable. Let's call it uh, perishables. Let's mm-hmm. call it uh, groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I was reading was that on Cyber Monday, which just happened this week, the sales for these buy now, pay later purchases were at an all time high, and that was 43% up from last from year. From a year wow. ago. 43% more. The thing is, if you're buying the small things, it's like, okay, yeah, if you're buying one. But obviously, you're going to still be buying lots of little things like food and whatever, if that's what you're using this for. It's like you're still going to need the same amount. So then it's just going to get confusing, and you're going to have like all these payments for yeah. all these little things at all these times, and you're just going to be doing like paperwork and well, paying and whatever. Well, even deeper, if you're doing it for food, there's a real problem there. I mean, if, because that's a perishable thing, and it's like you're going to have to do that again in another week. Right. Yeah, well, that, that that doesn't end. It's not like exactly, I bought so a TV. It would be an endless cycle. Yeah, I bought a TV and it's a consumable a consumer item and I just couldn't afford it all at once so I'm paying it off over time. My argument would be like don't buy the TV at this point yeah. if if, if, yeah. if you don't have that well, money that for that type of program $100 TV. was initially started for the bigger purchase bigger ticket yeah, yeah, items, yeah. right? But now like the research that they're doing is showing that people are doing it they are using it for more everyday items. And smaller That's concerning. things, yeah. That to me is a... And I've always thought, like, I mean, really, do I need... I was just telling you that I got this option on something we recently bought for that was like $50. And I want to say it was like $10 a month or, or $12 for four payments or something, mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm thinking, like, if, I'm gonna take half do I really need it that yeah. bad pay this off? to have to pay $10 a month to pay for this? Like, maybe I don't really need it. Yeah, I... I would say, without being your financial consultant, that if you if if you can't afford to buy the TV, that's two hundred dollars outright. For example, consumer item like that, then just go without the TV. Right. Um, if you're just like, man, I got plenty of money in the bank, and this is just how I like to operate, and I, yeah, I'll pay it off every yeah. month. It doesn't. You got something back in. But if you're if you're buying a consumer item, which is a depreciable item, meaning that. It's going to be worth nothing real soon, which is generally everything you buy. There's very few. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we're talking between consumer items and, you know, versus buying an, an asset or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I would tell you even your house is something that you're going to spend a lot of money on is not particularly yeah. a huge asset. It costs you a lot of money every month, but that's for another show. But if you're talking consumer items that you have to spread the payment out over a long period of time, um, forego that. If you're, oh, yeah. if it's food though, and you're saying there's people doing this, then there's a bigger problem and a something really, really jacked up. Well, that's uh, what worries me is, is this cliff that we might be oh. heading to, and I hope it's not the case. But you know, like remember in um, you know the 
mid 2000s with the adjustable rate mortgages yep. and and you know they're just kind of handing them out and mm-hmm. i know they were doing it with all the legal parameters and and all that but it was like the rules got relaxed and they were started handing out these mortgages mm-hmm. to people that shouldn't be getting them and what happened uh the bottom dropped out and yeah. also another yeah. problem Cliff. is that like it sounds like so less like oh only five dollars a month but then you're getting it for this 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 and this and it's yeah, like a multiple problem items. with overspending yeah. because it won't sa- it'll sound good like it's really easy to pay off but then you buy it and you like can't they're offering take it, it everywhere yeah. that's so, another yeah. thing is it said that the number of items per order has also risen up like eleven percent yeah, so instead of like you know three items. Now it's four or five items per order that's doing it on this buy now, pay later. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah. I, I don't think this ends in a in a good place. I'm I'm afraid of that too. Yeah, I mean, and and um, was it Kelly Broadus that was on recently talking about how there are some lenders who are doing working with the sellers to do like the nine percent in credits, mm-hmm. you know, to help out with down payers, whatever down payments. Yeah, and they're just it, to my mind that means that the house. They're going to have trouble with appraisers, appraisals here in the next few months mm-hmm. because eventually you're going to say, yeah, you sold that house for 900000 but you had to offer near $90,000 in seller in seller concessions. Mm-hmm. So really, was that house worth nine hundred or was it worth eight ten? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, because the money still shifted to the buyer's side. That's what I the, the adjustable rate mortgage situation <laughs> yeah. and, and all the other things that happened that contributed to the, the financial crisis in 08 yeah. and 09. It's the same type of thing where, yeah, they were, whatever they were doing was allowed, but was it smart? Not really. We got to drive over to California. So we're going to have, what, eight hours or so to get over to the crazy <laughs> LA land. Um, mm, again, so I, just, I was just there. When you, you were just there. <laughs> and when I, when you do one of the driving shifts, maybe uh-huh. I'll buy something on Amazon for 20 bucks and spread the payment out. I'm just curious about the process now. If like, they credit check you. Yeah. Is it a credit not. check? I bet you they or, just need a, a card to secure it or probably something. there's got to be something or maybe they look at your history and maybe the buying history yeah. or something i mean these guys have all the algorithms. But it's not just amazon it's all over oh, it's, it's all, airline it's, tickets it's i mean there's all options all over the place for this hmm. I, I guess i could see some situations where i don't know i don't know if i can see any situation you're traveling in six months and it's like okay it, that's more like a layaway but yeah. although you're obligated to get that ticket people, people used to go to walmart maybe they still do and they would actually Take the item, or at least bookmark the item. Like I'm going to go buy this TV. I'm going to do it on layaway, and every mm-hmm. week or two week, whenever you can, it, they have some kind of rules that they set up. You go yeah. in there and you put some money. Yeah, or put it's some like we were so talking about on Monday's show of just save up. Well, yeah, jars yeah. Or well, whatever. I was. If, if you I, can't do that, though, the layaway thing was kind of that. Yeah. It's like I'm not a good saver, but I'm going to go drop off twenty bucks a week till I and then get I this TV, it. and then and it's I clear was and free. Say, I've revealed before on the show that when we were. 21 and newly engaged when we were and, 21 um we we had our wedding was about a year away yep. and we had to buy rings and rings aren't cheap you know mm. and we wanted something that's you know a yeah. few hundred dollars each or whatever which now sounds like nothing but you know yeah because some of these rings they they're thousands and oh five ten thousand dollars for an engagement ring yeah. but anyway ours were not and uh we did the layaway option because then we could do like five payments or six payments get one and then we did another five or six months for the other ring to pay for my hundred dollar (laughs) ring no it was more than that but uh, it it helped us in the situation we were in because we didn't have a lot of money but we could do that and so they would take that ring and set it aside yeah 
And then we, you know, as long as you fulfilled your obligation, they would give it to you. You get the ring. And then yeah. we were clear and free on those yeah. rings. I still got it. Me too. It's got like a one thirty second of an ounce of gold in it. And <laughs> yours is. Mine yours, is very thin on the bottom. Yours is. Your yeah. diamond's so small. When we go to California, you don't even have to worry about your finger being lopped no. off. <laughs> All right. When we come back from California, I'm sure we're going to have a rock chip in our windshield. <laughs> yeah, it happens probably. every time. Probably happened in the Arizona side more than likely yeah. because California has so much money they literally paved the roads in gold. <laughs> you know, they all bunch too. But anyway, Diamond Auto Glass is a place we've been going for years. They fix that rock chip really quick for you. Make sure it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. Uh, new windshield, you need that. They'll take care of you. It can work with your insurance company. Make sure you always call Diamond Auto Glass first. Don't, you call your insurance company, there's a big chance you're going to be routed through one of those big national chains. Call Diamond Auto Glass directly, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. When you call the Blind Brothers for blind shutters or shades, you're going to work directly with them and over three decades of combined experience, never with subcontractors. Now, the Blind Brothers are going to lay out all your options, not just the most expensive ones. It'll fit your style, fit your budgets. Right now, my listeners get half off installation when you call and mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. That's in addition to any other advertised specials. Do your neighbors a favor. Call my friends at the Blind Brothers for a free estimate at 928 934-2423. That's 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, reminder, Rob Wilson tomorrow, Timberline Firearms and Training. John Thorpe from Goldwater Institute updates you on this issue with the advertising snafu that City of Flagstaff had with Timberline, mm-hmm. which is a shame. Um, Olivia, I know you're heading off later this week for, what's that called again? Reagan Ranch. Uh, what is yeah. this again? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, yeah. Anti-communist, what, what, what? What is this? The conference. Leadership conference. Leadership conference. Yeah. Okay, good. It yeah. is about um, escaping kind communism, though. Yes. Okay. That's like the theme this year. And it's headquartered in California. <laughs> well, see it, the irony it's here. The idea point. is that it's at the Reagan Ranch but Center. I'll yeah. have more details. Yeah, I've you, actually gone to this because I don't even really know what it is so much. At yeah. This point. <laughs> okay. When you come back, because this, I think this is your last, I, I don't know, maybe you'll be here tomorrow. We'll see. Um, I want a full report, and the listeners want a full report on the Reagan Ranch. Take your notes. Yeah, take (laughs) notes. Detailed notes. All right. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. Rob Wilson will be with us. Hope you all have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon.